פרשי שמיני, אז... יש אז לאט דו את הקונספט של קפורה. what we're willing to take, how we should look at Kapora, and so on, and as far as Chet goes. Uh, Aaron realized that he was chaited by Diego. Now, obviously he had a cheshben. He wasn't, he didn't serve Diego. He didn't, uh, what do you call it? His kavona was a shem shemayim. Yeah, but it was Chag Lashem Mocho. He tried to stall as much as he can. And it was all after he killed Chur. And he didn't want it to be a Koyim Venovi B'yay Mechod. And that would be tremendous, uh, what do you call it, punishments for Klai Yisrael. And with all that, he still, the fact that the Ego was made, was Aaron made the Ego. And Whatever they had to serve, they served because Aaron made it. Whether it was from much from the Pusik that it really he didn't make it, he just threw in the gold and the and the animal walked out by itself. Uh, whatever shot we want to give to that, that's what it means, that's what it says. But when he was retelling the story to to Moshe, he just threw the gold in, and that's what happened. That's the case why you're blaming him, but he had some hand involved in that, whatever Pshad is. Okay, so that's the, the thing over there. So he felt that he was, the, the Bereshim has a time to him. And the Rabbeinu Shulman, like Rashi says, he tried to show him that he was forgiven for the ego because he Yet may have told him that the Colbin that he's going to bring for Chatos is going to be, instead of a power, is going to be an Egel. So he's going to be an Egel to show that it comes for the Egel. Okay. So he knows he's going to be forgiven. But being forgiven doesn't mean that there's no repercussions. There still could be a point of repercussions. There still could be Einstein. That's the problem. That, that seems to be the issue here. And we see this, the Emerson, like, like let's say for instance, uh, the union of tshuva. Tshuva itself takes one second. And for a person who's a Russian Goma, who's known to everybody as a Russian Goma, will marry a woman with this condition saying, I am marrying you on the condition that I am a tzaddik Goma. Right? The Kedushin is a Sophic Kedushin. Why? Because maybe he had a hero tshuva. He, he repented in his heart for one split second. That's all it takes. Then you went back to being a Russia, fine. But at that moment, you were a tzaddik. It could be you were married. So we can't really say, look at him, he's a Russia. He's definitely not married. It's no proof. Because that split second, he could have been a tzaddik. So all it takes is a split second. So what is it? But that doesn't end the thing. There sometimes you need kapore. It's not enough just to do tshuva. So you have like halochas like this in, in regular tshuva. When we have, if you're doing if tshuva for an essay, you didn't do mitzvahs for an essay, but you should have done. So that you bring, that you do tshuva, but I didn't like trishma bismana. I'm taking something we I, I, I we sometimes didn't even think it's a big important thing. Whatever it is, again, even with the zils a little bit. Abulamaisa, if you do chuve, you don't leave that place. It's forgiven, forgotten. It's all over. You don't have to do anything more. If you do a love, so then the din is you have to have chuve and yemakipurim. And that's mechapi. If you do a love, that has chorus or Mises Besden, then you then you have to have Chuve, Yom Kippur, and after Yom Kippur, you first get Yisru. That means the next year, after the veil was done last year, I'm being my and Yom Kippur is this year, and following that, I'm first going to get Yisru. And that Yisru, my wisdom, has to be somewhat similar to death. 
doesn't mean you'd have to die or something like that. It means that you can have a fear of death, you know, that you actually thought you were going to die or stuff like that. And anything, and that would be the forgiveness. Okay. And you hear that expression, you know, the fear is, 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 is as good as the death itself. That is, so therefore, even though he was forgiven in the sense, and then, but there's going to be an einish that's going to be extracted for it. That's the, that's the shaila. And he wasn't sure what this einish is going to be. And he felt that it would be a complete rejection of himself as being Kohen Gadol. Now, what Moshe is encouraging him and saying, you were picked for this. As the Rashi points out, so you know, why, why, why are you hesitating? Go on, you were picked for this. Yet we see that Moshe, that Aaron was right. The God was out to embarrass him. He didn't bring the Shrinah down right away. That wasn't a point. But that Aaron was not afraid of that. that. That's a small price to pay for forgiveness. If I can get forgiveness for my Chatoyim by Busha, then, then why, I'll, I'll take the Busha. I'm forgiven. That's that, that that is that is the pain. That that that's the punishment. Okay, I took the punishment and I'm forgiven now. It's gone. It's all of all over now. I'm, now I can be close to God. Now I can do whatever I want. I'm free. So my Aaron also was like that, but he thought it would be a complete rejection. In other words, that he was that he was not able to become the Kohen Gadol anymore. Now the truth is, Aaron is the Kohen Gadol. I mean. Whatever we're going to complain about, I mean, Moshe was bigger than Aaron, and he should have been the Kohen Gadol, as this was pointed out in Pasha Shmois. That shot is Aaron Levi. That shot is that once was supposed he was supposed to be the Levi, you were going to be the Kohen Gadol. Now you're going to be the Levi, and he's going to be the Kohen Gadol. The idea was because. <clears throat> and there is nobody like Aaron and Klai Yisrael of us. I have Shalom, but I have Shalom like Aaron was. In other words, he would take impossible cases and it's impossible to make peace over there and he would attempt it and he would be successful because he he wanted to make peace. And that's what qualified him for being the Kohen Gadol. And that's a qualification that you, then no matter who you are, how big a tzaddik you are, if you don't have that in you, you're not qualified to be Kohen Gadol. It doesn't make a difference. And that was Aaron. And he was. And ultimately, all that was missing was that he needed that the Benishim was out to embarrass him, and he did embarrass him, but he didn't deprive him for all time. He only just said for that, for that moment that to know that that he was, that he did a chet, they did tshuva, God has forgiven him, and now the shrine shrine comes down. He wasn't finished, he lost two of his children, which is also part of that, because Rashi says in Pashat where where he says that, you know, uh, and I was spell for Aaron at that time, and Rashi says, he was, God listened to me for two, for half. He said he had four sons, two he saved, and two he killed. So therefore, that the two sons he lost was because of the ego. But again, you don't, you can't, you can't just lose a person that's a grown-up because you didn't have ego. The pain you deserve, but that person doesn't deserve to die. And if he doesn't deserve to die, he will forgive you. He will make it that he doesn't die. Or whatever it is. So therefore, the person has to deserve to die. You have to deserve the pain. If you don't deserve the pain, he again won't die. Now, with everybody, the Benjamin is a dying emis. That everybody that's affected by a person's demise, that everyone deserved whatever charity got out of it. That's what the uh, thing is there. <clears throat> okay. And uh, they uh, they thought whatever they thought, not uh, the same thing. The fact uh, that they were I think that is really the the biggest problem that they had 
I mean, there's questions of what actually did they do wrong. I mean, they saw Lifnei Hashem, okay. What was the error in that? There's an error in judgment, an error in, in their thought, what the tzivu would be. Uh, you find that we have to do something ourselves. We have to every time you have to, uh, the Koyhanim have to bring added wood. It's not enough what they're being matched in the thing. There's a fire burning on his bed. They have to keep that fire going. But they don't, obviously, is not a big deal. So that's going to be a big fire going. And then obviously that fire is always burning and burning and burning, but you have to add something to it. So maybe they thought they had to do that too. I don't know. Or maybe they thought there's, there's two ways of making a Reich Mechorech Hashem, like Noyach did, that they, by, by doing all the avoid himself, if they have the right Kavonis, you can bring down uh, such a thing. Whatever it is that they can, can make a Reich Mechorech, uh, as opposed to where God is willing to give it to you, to grant you that which was he comes down and takes the fire himself, makes the fire himself. Whatever the shed is. <clears throat> but the problem that existed that the Nadavavil, we see more problems that they had. They had ideas of it's not a problem, I don't understand anything because it's very possible. You know, when uh, when they were supposedly they were, they were watching Moshe and Aaron, how they were handling things, and they're saying, when we'll take over, when we'll become Moshe and Aaron, in other words, they'll take they we'll fix up a lot of the things that they're messing up. And it's not a shadow because each person has a different way of doing things. And each of them is a correct way. It has nothing to do, there's nothing wrong with it. The point of this, you feel that we be proven by your method, fine. Try your method. Whatever it is, if the thing is a person is entitled to, to do that. But the idea is that they didn't ask about the Asian Zora. They were right there with Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was in the Azora at the same time they were. They were doing the Aveda when the Benshim sent down the fire. They could have asked Moshe, should we add to this fire or not? So what did they do? They they made their own logic. Not, they didn't go into asking Moshe as the Messiah, tell us what are we supposed to do? And they mentioned it, and, and, and they, that was their mistake. And in Emerson, this thing exists, maybe by the, the in the whole, that was the head of the Memtesh Tuma. I think we mentioned it that they know if you really counted, the Jews were not murderers. So here it should only be 48. And they were not Mizan, the Gemara says, and they, so they should only be 47. So, and maybe we can keep them keeping up more for that, and then that and cutting down more. So, why you say the woman a mem test But the idea was they handled things their own way. In other words, they, they didn't go with the Messiah, the way of, this is the way we have to handle things. No. We, we make up our own ideas, and by making up our own ideas, we don't pay attention anymore to what was passed down. And therefore, we don't, we, we don't continue with tradition. We feel we don't have to listen. We don't feel we, we, we are independent, truly independent to make our own decisions about certain things. And this would be how they why they made them. We don't have to go to El if we don't want to. And it's not dependent on uh, what on what he called, but that we must go territory soil or things of that sort. Okay. Anyway, he came out. Uh, they they went in. They prayed. They did. So in other words, he just need you to get me past this spot. Now words, that the embarrassment should be over. That I should still be accepted. That's what I'm sure. And they went in. They they prayed. They came out again. And the Vayashim uh, sent down the, uh, the Shrina. And the Shrina came down with an interesting thing. It says, They reached a, a, a phase of ecstasy that's that, that, that from seeing the Kedusha of taking place, even though Nodavavil gets killed. 
even though you'll say at that moment maybe wanted to kill the Yeta, but, but, but it doesn't seem that they changed. I mean, then they don't find that the attitude of Claudius soil <clears throat> went down. Why? Because they saw Kodesh. What did they see? They saw that it's possible that you can be a big tzaddik, but God doesn't forgive. The relationship is not a vatron. And what that means is that there's no one that goes that can say, because you're a tzaddik, I overlook things because of you. I don't do that. And therefore, it's considered very fair, whatever the Rebbeinah does. And a person doesn't feel that that's a tremendous Kiddush Hashem in the way of Rebbeinah that judges the world and the acceptance that they accepted at that time. That was the godless of the thing. And that's also that Aaron kept quiet, meaning that no matter how it, you may think it's unfair, whatever it is, but he accepted it with, with, with complete equanimity, without question that this is the, the dying of Benjamin, the dying of Emes, and whatever he does, he does. And there's nothing to, to 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 say about it. even though he you know you maybe could have should have felt that it was unfair. If you want to kill me, kill me. What are you killing my kids for? And so, so they did an anavle, but I could have saved them, and I wasn't able for you to save them or whatever it is. But whatever it is, it didn't it didn't it didn't strike him to do it to be what he could. And. And that was the uh, thing. Then they took him out, and I went uh, from the machne. They had they had they, they couldn't become taught me. The they, they were kohanim, and then with kohen probably at that time kohen was never matame, and probably those shilas they were only as ganim or whatever they are. But after he came, they weren't permitted to do it. Yeah, they could be because that was the day they were appointed or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Then the Venetian tells them about the union of uh, Halacha, that the Avoida and Halacha go the same way. And you can't get drunk. And it doesn't really talk about Drunkenness in the sense of uh, liquor, not liquor. It's a yain b'sheichal taste, right? Oh, but in this particular case, it's not like a nausea. We are talking about intoxication, but intoxication does not mean you're drunk. You can't walk a straight line. Intoxication is you drink a vias yain. The question is what the percentage of alcohol in it is. You have to wait 18 minutes before you can pass it. Now, according to my brother-in-law, Moshe Tendla, he cited it takes its 2% alcohol. 2% alcohol, even in the dry, even in the dry states, is not considered alcohol. And you can drink it. I think it's 3.5 or something in beer. That's also or five point something. I don't remember. Well, but but something like that. But two point percent is is not considered anything. And what Israel was is that natural alcohol from the grape itself is six percent. Anything else to raise it above that degree, it requires uh, yeast, sugars, things of that sort. That the uh, that the alcohol becomes. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Whatever it becomes, you know, you, you make it uh, become... fermented, 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 right? Fermented to get the higher alcohol content. Otherwise, it, it's six percent, and you take it, divide it into two parts water, so it's only two percent. So that's what he said. Not for PK, you can't. You have the same halacha, really. If you eat for dates, you're not allowed to paskin. I don't, I don't know how many dates you're talking about, but the idea, the problem with dates is dates have very high sugar content. And uh, if you're diabetic, would eat it, probably sugar would show up, uh, would jump dramatically. And um, 
And the, when he, sometimes the drugs is a tumus the cup. In other words, when his sugar goes, sometimes diabetic type, becomes, can't think straight. And when the blood sugar goes very high. And therefore, for that also, it'll tell me, well, yeah, yeah, you can't pass skin. No, so, but it doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes you can be very logical, but you still can't pass it. In the case that the model brings well of Papa, that he happened to have eaten uh, Tamra, and someone came in asking the Shaila, and he told him, come back tomorrow. You know, I just ate Tamra. Guy came back the next day. He said, it's a good thing I told you to come back because if I would have answered yesterday, I would have said, Rav Rav Yechanan, Allah Rav Yechanan. And I remembered that this is one of the three cases that Allah Rav. And therefore, so basically he knew that then it's Allah Rav Yechanan, Rav Rav Yechanan. And just that the thing of that, this happens to be one of the three cases that he didn't uh, remember at the moment. And stuff like that. So obviously he knows most of what he's talking about. And it sounds very normal, but he's going to make an error in that little bit to know that it's, and it'll be the wrong Allah, of course. And that's why you you, you have to be clear-headed when you pass in the shayla. Once I'm pouring Barapak, I had a Marashayla when I went for a road, and he's going to answer me. Uh, I had to, I thought, why would he answer? I could, 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 I the same children, these they, that you know, somebody doesn't say he doesn't call them Bonav Hanay Sorin. He calls them some down Bonav. That they didn't get killed. Is that they're not they're not left over? Left over means that they deserve to be killed, but they were left over. I didn't kill them. Right now he's calling him Bonav Hanay Sorin because he's now coming into the Shaila about eating the Chattas. And the uh, Shaila was Ludairis or the Shaw. And what he called, the Meshrabenu was making a, a thing for Haifa, even for Dairis for sure. And, 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 and they disagreed. And in the end, Meshra, when he explains it to them, Aaron explains it to them, he uh, very, that he accepts that. And he, that, that he, the attack I never heard, he was making his own comparison, and then he was wrong. Uh, but uh, but the fact that they didn't ask him, you know, what they should have done before they ate, which at that point they could have mentioned their opinion, and he would have said his opinion, and it would have been just like by 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 uh, by uh, when they made the Mishkan. What should he make first, the Mishkan or the Kalim? And he would have gave say his thing, and then Mitzalo would say his point, and then Moshe would be made this. So then would have been the same thing here, and it would have been fine before the thing. But they they went and acted as 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 it's possible what they say without asking him, and then they then they defended their position, which was happened to be right, and the and 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 was right. But he called them the tailor calls them bonov and they saw them. Now with that mumma, that chesorin that existed, that they didn't follow by asking immediately what to do. They just went up their own things there that existed already by them also to a certain extent. Okay. Now the tailor is gonna go into the Indian of the kosher animals. Now in reality, I don't know Hebrew. I don't know the types of the words. But what I'm going to tell you, and I think it's a way of learning and understanding when you learn yourself anything. I must understand it myself. And then I look at Rashi. And even though Rashi is the Rebbe of Ka Yisrael, there's no question about it. 
right? But when I learned Gemara with Rashi first, before I start thinking, so then I have the opinion of Rashi. And it's a good opinion. And therefore, I won't change, right? But because of that, I may not get to understand really what Rashi says, or at least I won't understand what other Rishonim say. So important when you reach Madlega, I guess not knowing you're first starting to learn, but then uh, later on, when you're starting, you should make a laning without the Rashi. What do I mean? You make a laning, you have your pshat, and then you learn Rashi. When you're learning Rashi, you then understand what is it that Rashi is saying that it's important. Because I learned this pshat, and Rashi doesn't seem to agree with me. So why doesn't he agree with me? So now I have to work it out where Rashi doesn't agree with me. And then maybe by looking at Tasis, I'll see that Tasis would agree with me. Then I have to understand why Tasis doesn't agree with Rashi. If I worked on Rashi to try to understand him, and now that I do, I have a question of what I had before. And goes right and right then. That's the way a person gets to understand what he's learning and how he learns and how he can continue to steig. So the same thing applies over here in the reading of the Psukim. Because we have an, a basic question. Why is it necessary for the Torah to list the four animals that have the three that have split that don't have split hoofs, but eat the kachude cud, and the one that chooses that that has split hoofs and doesn't chew his cud, when all he had to say was like about a fish. You know, you have to have a snappier caskesis. You have to have fins and scales. If you don't have fins and scales, you're treif. If you don't have split hoofs and two, you could. You're treif. So what do they need? So I know it doesn't have it. It doesn't have it. So what do I have to explain to you what the name of the, the animal is? So I think that the word is that there are three requirements really here. One requirement, the first requirement is, and that's why we may have made a mistake we may make a mistake by the way the Torah is written that we may think it's one or the other is enough. You must have uh, doesn't have a vov over there and is malasgera and means split hoofs, right? So what is Komafresis Parsa mean? Komafresis Parsa seems to make from the Ibn Ezra, not, I don't think it's like Rashi. I think it seems to mean that it's hoofed. All kosher animals must be come from a hoofed animal. Now, even though you're a hoofed animal, you're not kosher unless the hoofs are split and you chew your cut. So now the question is, does it mean you have to have only just the split animal, just the split hoofs, or chewing your cud, as long as you're hoofed, you're, you're kosher, or not? And the tale tells you there are four, four, only four animals in the world that are hoofed, and that three of them have split, uh, have chewed their cud and are not split hoofed, and one is split hoofed and doesn't chew his cud. And that makes enough gemini for us, let's say, if we recognize to what a goat looks like or what a chazel looks like. And we find the animal, in the case in the question where, let's say, all the butchers are kosher butchers in the place, and you find the shochten animal, and you recognize what a chazer is, then you automatically can eat it. Because, you know, it's not a chazer. So it must be a goat, it must be something else. You see the hoofs that they split, so you can know that, they're, 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 that it's a kosher animal. Because there is no other animal in the world except the chaz. Um, it seemed in, uh, I don't remember how many years ago this was. It probably could be 50 years ago, if not more. They discovered in uh, in Burma or Malaysia, ancient it, they uh, a new animal that had split hoofs and only had two stomachs, not four stomachs. There it is there, and it was not really chewing its cud. 
until they came to the conclusion that it's really a chazal. But uh, it looks a little different than another one. It's a much higher animal, had higher feet, but it was still considered a chazal. Uh, I don't know if you can tie it maybe to, to justify Rashi's shot that seems to touch on Shishanafes's parcel already that it means split hoofs. Um, uh, what do you call it? Because if you take a look at the uh, animals that are not kosher, um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the you know, with, not, not with the uh, art scroll translation um, or the, uh, what do you call it, or the Jewish Publication Society of our Nevis, meaning a hair, because that is not, the, that's the case, there are hundreds of them. That's that, uh, the guy that wrote a book against uh, disagreeing with the Torah, saying that the Torah didn't know anything, is because they had uh, these hundreds of animals that, that chew their cud and don't have split hoofs. And that is true. And therefore, it can't mean that. And so how do I know that, it's, that an animal that has, uh, that doesn't have hoofs is treif? Because it says in the end of the parasha, uh, where is it? Um, Anything that walks up four feet to anything there is, is treif. I don't, I don't need a pusik for that. There's no way question of that whether they chew their cut, don't chew their cut. They walk on four feet without hoofs, they are treif. Now, was poor animals are all treif. I don't need a pussy, another pussy. We're talking about hoofed animals. And therefore, the whole point of the hair does not belong in there at all. There's no question. I've seen this translated already by two different uh, people, that the uh, the three are the dromedary, the Bactrian, and the Lama. Now, you'll say they're all camels in a way. They're all a camel family, if you want to be technical, but there's definitely different. A dromedary is uh, the the uh, camel of the Middle East, of, of the uh, uh, Near East, Middle East, or whatever it is, the, the, the hot deserts, goes with one hump. The Bactrian is the camel of the cold desert, of the Gobi. It has two humps. The llama is a, is a mountain animal in South America. Also a beast of burden, the whole beast of burden. The uh, camel itself has a uh, a split hoof on top of a pad. There's a pad underneath it and a split hoof on top of it. And people actually thought in the First World War, my father told me that they brought the, the Russian army was that organized and that mechanizes they were still using camels in their thing there and they brought their camels and people came running to say there's another kosher animal they didn't know about and obviously they didn't realize that it's not cut through and through but if you go to a petting zoo and you have a llama and the goat pick the feet up and you'll see that the goat they both look the same in the front the foot are completely split in the front completely straight through right and for about this much but underneath the foot is about an inch. That's about all it is, about an inch in the goat. And it's very, uh, maybe a quarter of an inch deep, the hoof at that point, as opposed to the other part, which is about a half inch or three quarters of an inch. I think there's a, a very small piece that it's cut straight clear through and the lambs is not. That's the difference. In other words, that little bit of a difference makes a difference. So there you have three minim, and those are the three hoofed animals that are not split hoofs. But you can say maybe they have some kind of a look like the split hoof, and that's what we're talking about. Could be that therefore retains a Rashi. But if not, it means, little, uh, means hoofed animals that are split. Okay.
And of those, there is three, those are the only three that do the good. So horse and a donkey and all of these things don't do their codes. Okay. Now, why did he write it without a vav over there? I guess because a vav may not have helped him. In other words, if he would have put Koma Fresis Parsovishas you may think it means an or, because the vav doesn't always mean an and, it can also mean an or. So therefore, in this case, he may have brought it to mean a good, so I don't know why he could have put in two psukim. I don't, and that's the case, might as well enumerate them. I, I don't, I can't answer the reason for the tale of writing the way it does, but but we have this chilik, I think. Anything Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the question is again: Is every fish on its own? No, we we know kolal kolayetsim and atomi atomi kolayetsatotom. Uh, there are sometimes fish after a certain amount of generations that will be born without without uh, scales. Without fins, you can't be born. But, but without fins, without scales, you can be born sometimes. It goes on the individual fish or not. There's also the kingfish that as you take it out of the water, it loses its scales. That's good. It's in the water. It's in the water. It has its scales. Scales means something that's easily removed. Uh, you have shellfish that have scales that are very hard to remove. Those are not called scales. And then you have the uh, the Yeah, there's uh, one thing that um, there's one that's used as bigotry again, a Jewish bigotry. You know, uh, justified or not, that uh, we have to understand the sum of it, and at least to uh, maybe we can even smile at it, and it was me say that's stus and all that. They talk about that the bench when he asked the animals. Whatever the the birds or the stuff, he asked the ones that were not gentle birds. Not that no good meat this. They uh, they they attack. They, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call hawks, uh, eagles, uh, whatever it is. They you know, uh, um, vamp I mean, no, not vampires. Uh, the ones that eat the dead people, the bad people, uh, vulture. vulture, vultures, stuff, stuff of that stuff. But that they, you know, not that thing that they, 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 they you know, they, they, it's a bad media waiting for the guy that died so you can eat him, you know, something like that. Uh, and so the child is an animal is called the chasido, one of the birds that's slave. And uh, obviously, this is against chasidim. So Isaiah uh, was, you know, the Hasida. Why? Because it's a very generous bird. Very gives over everything, isn't so. So why is it treif? Only to its own kind, not to anybody. You'll only be nice to your own people, and that's that. That was the point of what they think. So they used to come up with support that they used to talk about. But the idea is that the bench would not make something that's good. That much we do we do see from from the from the, this joke or whatever you want to call it this bigotry. Okay. Then you have the idea: Can you accept people, other people's uh, kabbalas? 
So you have the Rashiva has a whole tshuva. I don't remember the, the listing of the tshuva, but you have the tshuva on this about a pheasant, I believe, or or not, not a pheasant, uh, one one of the type of birds that that, uh, that there is a kabbalah in Germany that they do eat it. It's brought down, and there's others in Germany that did not eat it. And uh, he holds that when you have such a question, he can't go by name alone. You can't just say, you know, oh, they ate this, the pheasant. You have to go say, this is the bird that was called the pheasant, and they ate it. I'm like, they witnessed that that's what they ate, and stuff like that. And then, then you can be saying on it. But normally, you don't get such a, this, you know, no one's around. They just heard the name, then the thing, whatever it is. Most parts, uh, the only ones that think that eat the the Chagovim are, are the Teimonim. And obviously they have a Kabbalah, which are the four types that, uh, that are kosher. And, and they eat them. We don't eat any of them. That's because we don't have a Kabbalah. Now, is it pshat that we say we have a, the Kabbalah, the Kabbalah is we don't eat any? Well, Kabbalah is we don't know, and therefore we don't eat. So that's, that's the question, which 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 is what Rashiva Klaus about that if there's a specific Kabbalah not to eat them, then we can't go against that Kabbalah. If the Kabbalah is we have no Kabbalah not to eat them, we just can't eat them because we don't know which, which ones are the we don't have a Kabbalah which are the ones that we could eat, then we could be saying on on that Kabbalah. Uh, where did it affect us really to a big deal? And, and, uh, and this has happened in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, I was born up, I was born the year my parents came to America. And I'm talking about when I was a little kid. And what did we have for more at the table? Only Chain. Not only the Russian Jews, but the Polish Jews also. Pretty much, all the people around our neighborhood were those. We had no Israelis around us. We had no, what do you call it? All European Jews. And everybody ate chen on Fomorah. Why? Because that's the only Morah they had. There was no, there's no uh, lettuce in any of those countries. It was cold, so therefore it was all cold. And therefore there was no, uh, that was all you had. And then we heard in El Yisrael, they had their, uh, one, one Pesach, Erev Pesach, I mean, they threw it down by the, by the grocery store, the they Italian lettuce, the Romaine lettuce that we had there. It was filthy. It was much, it had to be washed, like, what do you call it there? And nobody knew we can go to, to Little Italy, which was only a few blocks over, and buy it all the time. I think there, but uh, but my city said they saw this is what they're eating, and wow, we can eat it and stuff like that. And the Rashivas Atal still ate chain. Now, again, they say that you can't use that Kabbalah. Maybe you could. You think, don't on the other hand, if you tiny it's chaseris, maybe a better level of chain that I made of more than more is and stuff like that. Just don't know what Chazeros is, but they tell me that that's Chazeros and that's what he called and that's the Kabbalah and this is the best and whatever it is there. And I think those are fine. So it's Romaine lettuce would be very good. And obviously it's a lot easier to eat than Chen. Anything else in there. So why didn't we all eat Romaine lettuce? And Adayami, we still take Chen. We still go into a lot of the stores and they still sell Chen. Why, why is anybody eating Chen? Because that's my Kabbalah. I don't have a Kabbalah about lettuce. I don't know anything about lettuce. And so on. There's a Jews, there are Jews that have a Kabbalah. Fine. It's very nice about them. Then there's some who want to extend that Kabbalah. What's the difference? This lettuce, any lettuce, who cares? And you think they maybe that they're right too? Who knows? I don't have no such Kabbalah. So I eat chen. What happens in the Shivan, and then that's when he did. He had all the years he ate chen until the last few years when he was not able to eat chen, where there was not healthy ready for him in the point of uh, can affect him. So then he ate the romaine lettuce. So I assume the point was because he had no negative couple against it. I just don't have a couple for it. So therefore, I can still eat chen. I eat chen. 
once I can't, so then all of a sudden I have no reason to reject the Kabbalah. So we, we use the uh, romaine already at that time. And obviously most people just, they, they eat romaine, even when they want to eat a little chayn, they stick a little chayn into the romaine, which I don't understand at all what the purpose of it is, make it bitter. There's no mitzvah to make it bitter. If the maidan chazeres, because chazeres is, is bitter, and the heart is bitter, and the, and the green, the soft, is sweet. The idea is of that is that the person should know that mola doesn't have to be bitter, the complete bitter. When it starts bitter, that's when you do tshuva. When you see it's a little bitter, that's when you do tshuva. You don't wait till it gets real bitter before you do tshuva. Chrein is no question, but you just smell it when you when you just ripe it and you just smell it. At that point, your tears come pouring out of you. You start choking on on the thing though because you breathe. You can't breathe in the air with it in the thing there. Then you know that's moral. That 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 means you're, you're dead. The mainstream really took a, gave you a nineish. That, that's too late to do chuva on such a thing. The chuva is when it's when it's light, when it's not yet no yet a problem yet. That's when you do chuva. That's the point of chuva. Okay. So uh, so therefore, what's the point of eating it? I mean, if you hold that this is chazeret, so then eat it or the whole thing of it. I don't need that extra bit of this and the thing. Then, if I hold it, that's it. And what are you eating it in the first place? Okay. Mm-hmm. An in between an abeyle and a trefa. A trefa is not tummy. An avela is tummy. What's an avela? An avela is something that drops dead. A trefa is something that you kill. And usually when you're shechting, you're trying to shelf good, and somehow you, you goof the shrita. So Ramai says it's treif, you can't eat it, but it's not tummy. And I think one of the reasons maybe for that aloch is is that if it would be Tomei, it would be very hard to shecht in one place. You'd have to be very, very careful how the animals touch each other. The person touches it, it touches the thing, and they're making the other food there, Tomei. So therefore, the thing, and, and could be that it's like a credit for trying to make it kosher. Like, in other words, now you're not mafkin already how it became, how you killed it. But the idea is you you were you were trying to make it kosher as a as a mila, even though it's not kosher. So the thing of yeah. Then there's the um, old machlekes between the Rosh Hashivas atzal. And they say from Devachaim, I have have no idea if Devachaim actually says it or not, but that's the what people say. But we'll say what it's talking about. What is Metame, a person? It may some bum. The portion is over here. It may some bum means there's a vision of Timtum Halev. In other words, if you eat Tafus, you actually uh, lose concepts of uh, of chilukim that you could have. It's, 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 you become tummy. You know, when you have a certain timtum alev, your heart becomes stopped up that it can't absorb certain emissions. Um, and then it's a terrible thing. Uh, the Shiva says what it means is it means um, that the if you didn't have Veira, you're not Semach on the Teire, and you ate something that was Treif, so it has Timpanalev. What would be such a thing which you called Semach on the Teire, not Semach on the Teire, according to the Shiva? He has a Chuba on this, I think it's first Erechaim and Tess, I think it is, I'm not sure. Uh, that he says over there, it's got it written to me. 
because I remember something in the house that happened, and I asked and the Emerson guy a bit when I was in Lake Woods, and they gave it to something, and he wrote me that it was. That the idea is if um, if I believe in Eidechem Surim, so I did what I was supposed to do. Now, the terrorist said, rely on somebody else. I did rely on him. He fooled me and what he called. And therefore, it's not metam to my lay because I did ka'alacha. I ate tafis by shaygig. Or be oinus even. That's not even called a shaygig. It's an oinus because I did. I relied on the terror and the terror and the guy fooled the terror. So I mean, what he fooled me. What happened if I decide that I am the one, that, you know, I don't trust Jews. I don't think that, you know, what I learned, that guy, I trust. The way he looks, he looks honest and nice, and I trust him. I don't rely on what the terrorists I trust, all from a hidden. And the guy fooled me, then then it's with Tam Temalev. It's also amazing. Maze doesn't mean you get Malchus for it. Maze just means that it's not a shogging to say it's like, you know, it's a chata. As you did a bit of Gavela here, you did a Maze. You need you need Yemakipurim for that. You need it. It's not a, it's not a slicha. It's, you need a mechila for it, nothing like that. But you don't get Malchus for it, obviously, because you didn't have any intention of, making, of eating Taufus. But if you don't trust people and you end up eating Talfus because you, you decided who to, what to trust and who to trust, that's very good. Now, it happened to be, many years ago, Rabbi Green, the Rebbe Yeshiva, asked uh, Yeshiva from a Meshachachma in Parshish Veschanon, where he says, that the union of that they were able to eat, we learn out the posse, they eat that everything in the house you were allowed to eat. Uh, but the um, what they capture from the Mitzrayim called the bottom lame called Tuva Shalak Milaiso, Bayris Tuva Shalak Hotzafto, whatever it is there, means even Chazar you were allowed to eat. Whatever was in the storehouses of the Tananim that they captured, they were allowed to eat. She says, why did it say, like a big warning, you know, you may forget, because there's metim to malev. So, it seems to be a point that there's a, that there's tim to malev, even though the nation permitted me to do it. So, it's mutel. And afop became it's also. Now it's, uh, uh, it's still tim to my life. Now what you can eat from it, and then be soon. That's true. Abelamais, it's treif. So you still still matamtem the life. The matzias of being treif and matamtem the life. And the Rashiva said, well, you know, in that part, you probably can you can argue on the on the meshachachma. I had other kashes on the meshachachma. I got it, couldn't do it because in parshas eight, if you have a similar pasuk uh, like the, that, you're gonna have. Uh, you're going to have all the things, you're going to have Ayotashalimus, you have all these things that houses you didn't do. And again, the same idea. And it says that your heart will become big and you'll become a mashma. That because of success, even though it's not my success, and I, was, I didn't do that, then I didn't fill the houses up, but the Rabbeinishum did it, but we conquered the land. So therefore, you may think that this kumche, it's your big thing. So therefore, that you, you should be aware, you, you'll, you'll be, you'll be kosher that you're going to do yourself. That's what the tale is warning you about. Not, not about the thing, but the conclusions that he has, the Indian of the day, already. He's talking about if the guy's sick, is it better to eat? Uh, or to took his item of trefus and stuff like that. Now, because you don't know how much how much you have to eat, so it's better to get a shech the kosher animal because you're doing one malocha and stuff like that, something like that. So that could be true anyway. That 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 the conclusion of the point has nothing to do with the, with the uh, actual point of it. And that you have a look over there, and there's and there's reasons of uh, other things. Roshiv has said. That uh, can do, but if without you know without knowing exactly what it says over there, it's not good to talk about it. 
people are about the Some people are yeah, they chided, do they know them or not? This is Shailad. And both the guys who are so there's no Yichas and the guys who say there's no Yichas. They say, I know the guy and he's a former Yid and uh, you don't like him, that's your problem. But I happen to know him. I mean, this and output used to hold of uh, Raubag, the old Zayde. No, 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 what he called. He said he's an old Yid. And then, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then that was when they, and him who came to the problem, the triangle, okay, I mean, not on the, what he called. So uh, what he called, he used to say, he's an al-khiyad. I know, I know, I know the guy, but it's in a cup. Okay, now there's different things. Now you want to argue on his tailor, that's a different story. That is not an argue on his honesty. That's not an argue on his tailor. The rift uh, the, on the, in the, uh, the Gemara and Yume, with this Gemara of Nefesim Bum, it's from the Tamtem Bum. That's why, how you know, it's, it has Timtem Aleiv in the Tamtem Bum. It's spelled that way instead of Nefesim. It explains that it goes like the Rosh Hashiva. The Riff is the case over there, it's not the Riff, the, the, the Riff is, but he was a Kadmir, he's got someone in the 1700s. Uh, the thing there that he was on the on the on the Yankif. He's in the Yankif and he's uh, he, he says the fairish it goes on chet. He explains the digduk wise that it goes on chet. He explains the gemara, the gemara that it goes on chet. He explains why that it goes on chet, and it can't be misinterpreted to go on the mitzvahs of the thing. Uh, saying I, I can't ask you, I don't know Hebrew one way or the other, so I can't really uh, give you an opinion. Okay, and that was what the Roshiv said. Okay. And life uh, my Shrabenu also, uh, supposed to be the demise with the Divrei Chaim, supposed to be that he saw a kid that was a Vilvi kid, and he said, Oh, he must have had from a from a from his drank milk from a Goya, and therefore he's so Vild because he, he had him to my leg. Uh, that's very schwer to say that because my Shrabenu had said that he didn't want to eat from the Mitzrayim when when Babas was power tried to give him the milk. Says because he's going to speak with the Shrina, not because he's going to be eating treif. Uh, he's going to speak and announce he's going to speak with the Shrina. It doesn't go from a, from a boy. That's the thing, though. That's the thing. Then the last piece of the sentence is, and this is the thing, what does uh, this have to do? We can punish Hashem because of Shkotzim. That you guys or anyone that uh, that that doesn't eat uh, is going to have this this smile. Uh, you say, what, what what what's the smile on that? So the Shiva explained. Says everybody doesn't want to eat bugs in the in the vegetables. There's no question about it. So when we say we look through vegetables and then to loyim and this and that and. And then they may get rid of the bugs. I mean, they also don't want to see that, right? So, except that they look at it, and eh, look at that, there's nothing there. Oh, you know, then we, because there's an Issa, we look pretty hard to see if there's anything there. And that's the difference. That makes us uh, holy. Um, yeah, before there's talk is something which is uh, spontaneous generation, which Lachari says, Hanadin, uh, by, by the Sheretz, the Sheretz Halorets, that the, uh, when, the, when, when does the Isa become? When it crawls on the ground. Now, we know that something that's come treif, that comes from treif is treif, right? So, what's the point? So, usually they used to learn that there was, there was a spontaneous generation. And the Chazal believe in spontaneous generation. Science doesn't believe in it. They disproved it. So therefore, Chazal don't know what we're talking about. And that's, that's what the scientists, the, the teachers in, in school when I went to Egypt. That's what they were. I used to make fun of Chazal. And something like that. The mice, it doesn't mean that at all. It means, mamish what we're eating. An Israel, you know, when you breathe, you're eating bugs. You don't see them. But the, you can get a, you get a, a strong enough microscope, you'll be able to see them. Drink water, there's bugs in them. And then we're not missing them. 
those they drink them all the time the thing the bugs that you can't see if thing there are bugs that are also from the second they're born we see them you see them they're also right away you don't have to be but there are bugs that are muta when they're born because you can't see them but somewhere in life they're going to become big enough that you'll be able to see them that's the point where, where it becomes one also only when it's famous halorets. I think that's the, the those are different types of bugs. That's what they call mulun, uh, whatever they have when you have a, a flower that stands and stuff like that, and you get the, the bugs in them and stuff like that. They, 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 these are the bugs that one by not using DDT is what grows up to be the bugs that we have now. Uh, that's why it's so with so many bugs now because they asked the DDT when they used to use DDT originally it killed the bugs in such a state that they never were able to grow to the side that you were able to see them so you were able to eat it so therefore it was never a problem but now it became a big issue that's the thing though anyway have a good Shabbos have a good job and uh, I guess uh, good next week what time is next week uh, next week will be a quarter to uh, twelve, probably. Next week we to change the times. The times changed already, right? Yeah. yeah. So next week will be a quarter to twelve. Meal